Testing, testing, one, two, three. Is the mic close enough for y'all to hear me? Sit back, relax, and come tune in, because me and Jay LaVon about to go in. Listen, y'all, you are tuned into another golden episode of Under the Twin XL, where we give our popular and unpopular opinions about love, life, and HBCU culture. We're all about keeping it real, chill, and talking a big deal. You're now stuffed. Under the Twin XL on WANM 90.5, The Flavor Station. The Flavor Station. Yeah. What a VA. <laughs> That's how you know it's black. That's how you know it's black. <laughs> What's up, y'all? You're now tuned into Under the Twin XL with Jellavon and Ash. You already know. You already know how it is. You already know what we do. We just sit here and run our mouth. Yeah, something I do best. And you guys listen. Love that. Thank you. Yeah, I'm so glad that you guys are here every Friday. Well, not every <laughs> well, Friday. Not every Friday. But... but the Fridays we choose. Amen? Fri- Glory be. Amen. Glory be. If the Lord permits if the lord permits god willing amen well let's get into it song of the day what you got jared song of the day my song of the day is by anaya lamise i don't know if y'all know who that is but like she went viral a couple years ago she's a really good singer and her song is called missing it like and it's really just about like okay it starts off like missing you coming up in my bed like you just miss like you're missing the point of this relationship like we toxic and you like you're just missing it like we together but you're missing it like you're missing a point like oh you're missing that we want that i want a relationship yeah like you're missing the point of us talking like you know Mm. and i like that and her vocals are just really nice yeah, that happens often. Most people miss miss out a great opportunity. It's okay, boo. <laughs> okay, sorry. We're gonna get Ash in some therapy. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> okay, so my song of the day, I just changed it real quick. So this is Where You At by Brent Fias. He dropped this a couple weeks ago. And basically this song is saying, you know, like, I shouldn't be calling you right now, but I'm thinking about you. So where you at? Like, mm. pull up, pull up, pull up on me. And that's so real. Yeah. Where you at right now? Because I shouldn't be talking I shouldn't to be you. Talking to you. But, but where, where you at? at? Actually, what's your low? Um, drop the pin. Drop your pin right, right now. now. I actually just want to have a talk. You know? I just want to speak. I just want to see your face. Uh, where are you at? Where I, are you at? This is toxic, but just, where are you at? This is to- This is the wrong decision, but it's the decision I'm making. So where are you at? So where are you at? <laughs> Answer my question. You don't see my message? You don't. Girl. Text me back. Text me back, baby. I'm talking like I just like firsthand live this. Trust me, I don't. I do not firsthand live any of this, actually. I I'm live, actually quite single. Um, I live in the bad decision part. Uh, <laughs> I know I shouldn't be talking to you, but... Where are you at? Where are you at? Mm, where are you at? This, this mm, is a throwback. I haven't heard that in a while. At? Boy, you said you'd be here for wait, wait. me. Wait, guess you're just not on the door. Who? Is that... Girl! Look, it's XL Delivery, man. I ain't seen you in so long. What you got going on? Okay, uh, go ahead and hand me the letter. Right here it says some people were outside last week in, in these streets mm, for homecoming. Up and down Perry. Oh. 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 Mm. So how was homecoming for you last week? Well, homecoming for me, girl. Homecoming for me was so tea. Like, I'm not going to lie. Okay. Homecoming was really tea. Um, Actually, scratch that. Homecoming was very up and down. <gasps> Stop! Because why was I about to say I definitely had my moments? It was definitely up and down, babe. It seemed like every like every good thing had a bad thing mm-hmm. coming right after it, or mm-hmm. every bad thing had a good thing coming right after that. So it was very like up and down, a lot of hills and valleys. But overall, I had fun just because like my freshman homecoming was so uh. Yeah. 
anything was gonna be better than that yeah i think my freshman homecoming was definitely something new because what we're freshmen so this year i'll say i just really wasn't prepared um when it comes to clothes and stuff but i pulled through it almost every day with something i already had in my closet there's like a lot of sheen clothes that i haven't worn so i went ahead and brought those out homecoming acted like i just ordered that after pack but no babe those were in my closet but it's straight no funny i did the same thing <laughs> yeah so i just had a couple shirts that just haven't made like their debut and i was like okay well this is your time to shine babe because this is all i got but, you know what's crazy? I still have a couple couple pieces that haven't seen a light of day. Yeah. I just haven't found a way to like put them together. Well, the thing is, I had also bought clothes for homecoming, but I thought it was going to be cold, y'all. Why did I no, sit same. here and order some sweaters? And I and it, it was literally like 80 degrees all week. Y'all, it was I don't hot. Think, I don't think y'all understand. Like I kept talking about this the whole com homecoming. I had a perfect fit. I was going to look like I was straight out of Atlanta. Like, I had <laughs> straight a Atlanta, out of Atlanta. Like, I had a sweater, a fitted like skinny jeans not the fitted skinny jeans I, I was finna look straight out of Atlanta I was finna get one of them little keychains that you put on your belt like I was finna look straight out of Atlanta like one of those gold chains type yeah thing. and why was it 3,000 degrees? I could yeah, not put that on. Yeah, it was actually hot. And I bought like four sweaters for homecoming. So I'm like, wait, I'm literally confused right now. Because yeah, it was so it's hard. literally fall and it's hot. So yeah, like, global it's warming. The end Thank you. of October. Like it's the yeah. end of October. And that even, just proves this world is slowly, slowly and dying even on the inside. And even in Tally, like even in Tallahassee, Florida, it gets cold at the end of October. Mm -hmm. Like. I should be freezing right now. Even this week yeah. has been hot. I remember um, homecoming last year definitely was a little bit cooler, I, I feel like. Yeah, that's why year. I was so prepared to, like, wear cooler clothes. Like, I wasn't wearing no jackets or nothing. I just had one sweater that I needed to throw on, and I couldn't. Like I said, I had my ups and downs. I met a couple new people. I definitely enjoyed talking to some alums. Um, I had some friends come down. My uncle came down to tailgate with his friend who went to FAMU. So, all around, I will say it was good vibes, but it was just those times where it was like all right it's all these people here the parties were extremely packed oh my um, no can i can i can i give them a go story ahead. time because y'all y'all i don't usually complain about the homophobia because yeah i'm not gonna lie like i usually don't you know like i just you know some things are just to be expected a little small you know things but First of all, I went to an event, mm -hmm. a homecoming event, a club event, and it was so packed. Like it was one of those, like it was yeah. one of those main like homecoming events, and it was so packed. I was waiting for two and a half hours, being squished like a sardine. Like yeah, that I'm, party was horrible. I it was agree. the actual party was fun, but the line was bad. The though. line was so horrible. Like it was so bad. So I've been waiting for two and a half hours. I done told all my friends like I'm ready to go, and they was like the way the the way the line is, it's not a line. So it, they was, it like, was a big clump, and I was there, and that was horrible. And I had to end up leaving as well because people were cutting me in this clump, and I don't agree with that. Yeah, you getting pushed and shoved, mm -hmm. and you have to run, and it was just a whole lot. So my friends was like, honestly, it would be better for you to just go with the flow and get in than to leave. Like it was, it was that bad. Like it was easier for me to stay in the line where I was at mm -hmm. than to actually leave and go home. And plus, I would be wasting money. So I get up there to the security, and he's telling me I can't bring my clear bag into the um the function. My clear bag that was already unzipped and and, and ready for him to look in to search to and he search. said no and he said you can't come in with that so i'm like that was my last straw like when i tell you that was my last straw i went back through the crowd and i was like yeah i'm gonna go and it was like and it was like random girls like when i say random girls were asking me like why i'm gonna leave they was like no you've been waiting too long like i've been seeing because i'm tall so i stand out so everybody sees me in the line and they was like no you've been waiting too long like what's that like what's that i see all these people coming in with their bags like dudes girls like why are you only coming at me let's talk about it 
So this girl was like, no, you've been waiting too long. Like, I'll hold your bag. She's so real. Like, she's so real. Like, to this day, every time I see her, I'm going to speak to her. Like, she's so real. Like, she So he gave like, you no explanation on why you couldn't bring in your bag? No, I was like, it's clear. It's open. Like, you can't even just look in here to see I don't have nothing. Like, no. So she took my bag. Mind you, like, that's how I know because she had her own bag. So you let this girl come with in with two, two bags. bags. <laughs> really? But I couldn't come in with mine. But then that goes down to when it comes to partying and it clubs to comes to club. I, clubs oh excuse me i don't appreciate i know this might sound crazy but i feel like everybody should get pat down girls guys gays theys if you're a human walking in this club pat me down no because when i tell you no girls got patted down, like no i walk in i walk straight in the club like okay i get you know i want to touch all over her i get that Mm-hmm. But you're not even looking like Yeah, babe. You're like, not even look like I get okay, don't pat her down. If she got on a dress that's so tight that she couldn't possibly be bringing nothing, <laughs> don't pat her down. But you're not even gonna look and see you're yeah. not even gonna look at her bag. They just look well no, I'll say they always check my bag. They just do a little one two with the flashlight. But I never get patted down. Not saying like I have any type of like of course I'm not bringing anything in, but still you don't know what all these people coming into this club you don't know what their intentions are and you're not patting down girls and then it also goes down to they're not patting down gay people because they don't want to touch gay people that is wrong because who's to say that this gay man or i don't even know if they would touch like like more lesbians or like stud type but who's to say this man can't come in with something on his hip but since you're afraid to touch him because you're what is it homo homo right but since you are too afraid to touch this gay man we don't know what he just bought in the club why can't we just pay everybody down treat everybody equal yeah and then so i get in homegirl bring my bag because she got in but my friend he had on like this fishnet shirt Mm. and so dude was like talking to him crazy too like oh you can't get in you don't got no shirt on and my friend was like i have on a shirt i'm getting in that's actually crazy because my friend like he wasn't ready to go like he actually wanted to go I would have like fought for myself if I actually wanted to be there, but I have been waiting for two hours. And if you know me, you know, like I get upset and I just be ready to go home. Mm-hmm. So I was like, this is my last straw. I'm not going to argue with you. I'm going to go home because I already want to go home anyways. Now I have a reason. But then the girls was like, no, nah, you can't go home. And there was strangers and I like that. But my friend was like, no, I'm not going nowhere. I have a shirt on. What are you talking about? He was like, no, nah, that ain't no shirt. He was like, this is a shirt. You can look at them dresses and, and call them fishnet dresses where you see all, all of, you know, all of her goodies. That's a dress, right? So this is a shirt. And he let my friend in. That's ridiculous. See, everybody cut it out. Because club culture, party like culture so is weird. actually and so... Y'all wonder why I don't go out. I don't feel comfortable. Like, yeah. y'all wonder why, oh, you never been to so-and-so-and-so? Nah, because going to the club is just not my bop. Like, when I could be with my homegirls, chilling. Yeah. Man, homecoming was... But I will say, like, that's another example of, like, the Peak and Valley. Because when I did get in, I had so much fun. The music was jumping. Yeah, I, I heard saw that so many homegirls. I actually left because I was like... I decided to wear heels to that party, like, like a dummy. And my feet were sweating. And my feet were hurting. So, I was like, I'm Girl, going I wore home. forces. Huh? I wore forces. Well, the, the, my last straw was I was in line and these two guys tapped me on the shoulder. And they actually said, excuse me. So, I thought, you know, they were going to, like, go somewhere in line. No, they actually cut in front of me and stood in front of me. And I said, wow. I'm actually wow. going home right now. <laughs> wow. You're a man cutting in front of a woman? Did you buy your okay. ticket already? Yeah, I wasted $40 on 40? Um, party tickets this week because I didn't make it to all the parties that I attended to go to. Yeah, that's That's why. on me, though. That, that's on me. I mean, I can't blame nobody but myself. So, I yeah, don't that's a thing. But, like, it just seemed like every time, like, I had fun, the next day I didn't have no fun. You know, it's mm. like kind of like how your parents do. Like, you have fun one day. Yeah, you, you go out one day, day, you actually can't go anywhere the next. Like, 
I was doing that to my own self, child. <sighs> yeah, that's that's kind of accurate. Homecoming had its ups and downs, a lot of emotions, but I'm just an emotional person right now. I'm going through some school things, so I do cry a lot. Amen? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. <laughs> I, I was very emotional. I am emotional. very emotional all the time, so I did cry on Homecoming. <laughs> homecoming was very, like, everything was very intense. Mm-hmm. So even, like, chill moments felt, like, you know, intense. And I feel like that goes into... What else I wanted to touch on, like, after homecoming, you're so drained. Because mm-hmm. not only all the events, not only all the, you know, the game, the tailgating, the walking everywhere, but you're just mentally drained because homecoming takes so much of your energy. Like, emotionally, yeah. physically, like, you're just drained. Like, you're mentally drained. Go, 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 you go, want to go, go to sleep. Like, so it's so hard to, you know, snap back into, okay, I have to lock in because we have, like, a month left of school. So what is some advice you think we can give our gorgeous listeners to try to get back in the groove this week? Because I remember last year, it took me it took me a while to really get back in the routine of school and taking care of myself properly um, the week after homecoming. So what is something you think you can think of? My first thing is chill out. Like, chill out. You had all your party in during homecoming? Actually, stop going out. Stop going out for a little bit. Like, yeah. chill out. Like, And it's really hard because, you know, everything is winding down. So you feel like it would be easier to go out now and da-da-da-da. Just chill. Just chill. Like, I promise you, if you go to sleep at night, when you wake up, you'll be feeling that's better. That's the party. Oh. I thought you were going to say, if you go to sleep and wake up, that's the part there. Um, I'll say for me, um, lock in. Um, finals are down the street. Thanksgiving's down the street. And ultimately, I know I did all my work or whatever during homecoming, but I was I didn't have time to study for like many of me my either. exams that I have this week. Um, I didn't have time to really look ahead to see what I have coming up next. So try to plan out, you know, your future tests. Um, your future homework and stuff and like really lock in because the semester definitely is winding down and before you know it we're definitely going home before christmas i mean for christmas so yeah just keep your head in the books as much as you can and like you said like chill out with the going out like i get it but i mean if you like if you really feel like you need a break just chill on the weekends get some work done you know yeah i think like doing whatever to center yourself is really important like take some time for you like school is important also (laughs) school is important also but you have to make sure you're good Mm -hmm. to do your best in school so if that means you have to take a break and you know just center yourself go to the park and chill like just center yourself if you if you believe in a higher power talk to the higher if you believe in a higher power talk to the higher power you know like whatever you can do to center yourself and calm yourself and be one with yourself Mm -hmm. Before you jump back into work. Yeah, I agree. That's really important because you can't pour from an empty cup. Mm. So you have to make sure your cup is full. Pour is over. You Mm. have to make sure your cup is full before you want to dive back into being, you know, an academic weapon. You have to make sure your brain power is there first because you're going to do all this work and you're going to be so drained that you're going to give up. And that's where a lot of people go wrong. You want to go from a hot girl during homecoming to academic weapon. And there has to be some in between. That's why I say chill out. That's why I didn't say go straight to locking in. Chill out and then lock in. So this week should be, you know, do your, do your, you know, keep yourself afloat, but center yourself this week. This week should be, you know, or should have been to get yourself together. 
Yeah. For these next weeks where you really got to lock in because it's no playtime after that. Yeah. No more playtime. Well, with that being said, Delivery Man is back. I'm going to go ahead and close up this letter. It homecoming. was so busy. You ain't seen me in so long. How was your homecoming? You had a good homecoming. You stay I, safe. Oh, period. Yeah, that's what's up. All right. Love that. Um, Cheers to homecoming being over. And I survived. Amen? Woo! Well, speaking of, you know, homophobic, um, I was going to say homophobicity. I know that's Homophobicity. Homophobicity. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's get into um, some masculine and feminine traits that this society has put on people. Um, masculinity is the social expectation of a man where they can't cry. They don't have feelings. They're strong and they're handsome. And they, and they're, and they stand their ground. And a feminine, femininity you know, are, is the social expectation for women where they're soft, they have emotions, they cry, they have attitudes, they wear dresses, <laughs> um, and they actually <laughs> let the man lead. So my thing is with those two expectations that society has randomly like come up with since, you know, the beginning of time. Yeah, the binary like, you know, gender system. Yeah. Why can't we de- Why can't we be both? Mm. Because sometimes I feel more masculine than I feel feminine, but I know that has nothing to do. Oh, but I feel like it also goes down into sexuality. People have added that into it. A woman dressing more masculine. Um, she automatically has. She's gay. a lesbian. Yeah. Um, you're actually gay. You're a lesbian. Um, but there's days when I feel more masculine than I feel feminine. And I'm just as straight as I was the day before. So what you think? I think everything is a spectrum, right? Mm. So just because you have more feminine trait on certain days even doesn't mean that you're automatically a feminine person Mm. everybody has both you know yeah everybody has both to different degrees but it has to be authentic and i think that's where it's lost upon people because it's not authentic when you're browbeaten into being one or the other it's not authentic you're putting on a charade and you get lost in that and you live your whole life like that and wonder why you're angry Mm. mad at the world mad at the world because you can't express your emotions or because you feel like you express too many emotions and you don't know how to chill mm. well you know where that starts from teaching these little boys and little girls well i'm gonna say little boys because i really wanted to touch on how much society puts so much pressure on men to be men you know they teach boys they can't cry boys are not supposed to cry you're supposed to be strong. And when they grow up, a lot of men still don't cry. They just kind of just like, I feel like have no emotions. I mean, I've personally met some guys who have shown um, like a softer side, but ultimately all of them have told me like that they were taught like that they are not allowed to cry. So it starts from the foundation of how we're teaching these kids how to um, regulate their regulate their emotions and um, express what they like. I'll say from my experience, believe it or not, I did grow up as a boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, from my experience, I was from my like my primary parents, which were my mom and my grandma. I was allowed to be expressive and emotional. Mm. But from my other family members, more so my uncles, who like are my male figures in life, I was taught put some bass in your voice, don't be crying. Yeah. So I feel like I got both, mm-hmm. and I appreciate both now. But. I definitely was allowed to cry. I was allowed to express my emotions. I was allowed to be this outspoken person that I am. I didn't just I didn't just come into this. I've been like this, you know? Even my my younger brother was allowed to express emotions and cry. If something is bothering you, 
it's only right for you to cry. Like, come on. Let it out, babe. Let it out. And it doesn't make you less of a man. Mm. Maybe not do it in public. (laughs) But it doesn't make (laughs) you laugh. It doesn't make you less of a man to express your emotions. The thing is, now, because with so many um, of these guys, when you express your emotions now, when you express your emotions now, they come out as temper tantrums. Adult mm. temper tantrums because you don't know how to express your emotions properly. Mm. Because you were never taught. You were never yeah. allowed to. Okay. Yeah, that's so it. So it's not that you don't have emotions. It's that you don't know how to convey them. You don't know how to get them out. Yeah. So and that's, that oh. doesn't really like, you're not nipping anything in the bud by telling these young boys that they can't be emotional. You just making angry angry black men you're just walking ca- all over the place. You're Lord. just making angry, angry people. Yeah. And I think that also goes into... This. And even and let's and let's even talk on the girls. Okay. Because girls are taught to be more emotional, but when they do, they get so much backlash. Mm-hmm. So much backlash. So now you you then let this girl feel like, you know, she can cry whenever she wants to, but now she a crybaby. And now and now, now she, she cry too much. And now, now she, she cry too much and now she no. do too much. Yeah. So now she angry at the world too, because whenever she does express her emotions, she doesn't feel heard. Mm. So now she's angry too. Well look. I'm just going to go ahead and throw it to to black women because that's the only thing I've ever experienced. Right. But, you know, people already have the stereotype of the angry black woman anyway. So us expressing our uh, our emotions sometimes, you know, is definitely passionate. We're passionate about things that we care about. And maybe that means we get loud. Maybe that means, you know, we raise our voice. But at the end of the day, that doesn't have to equate me to being less than because now I'm an angry black woman when all I'm doing is expressing how I'm feeling. And you can't appreciate that because you don't know how to express your own feelings. Mm. So now all these black women are walking around. They're angry and they're black. Well, this is what society says. Right. They cry too much. They complain too much. They're loud. But why can't we just all agree that we're just all finding different ways to express our emotions or how we're feeling toward um toward certain situations? And ultimately, I feel like it's okay for a woman to even if she does if she is um shows less emotions to be more stern on how she feels. I feel like that's okay as well. And it doesn't make her less of a woman. Doesn't make her less of a woman if she isn't um doesn't cry as much or if she doesn't express how she feels as much. It's still okay. But like I said, society puts these roles on these two genders and honestly we're probably never gonna be able to break it. Um even though I said the generation is trying a little bit but mm. Deep down inside, like there's just like certain levels of different communities where they might not think the same way that somebody else thinks. So no, ultimately the the problem won't get solved, in my opinion. Man, I don't even know what to say because I feel like it's just so heavily ingrained, <sighs> especially in Black culture. It's so heavily ingrained. Like I don't know. I don't know if this is a a problem that's gonna be solved anytime soon. But a problem that I think can be solved right now that just recently popped up is the sassy pandemic of men. This sassy apocalypse. This sassy apocalypse. Apocalypse. The sassy apocalypse. Yeah. Apocalypse. Girl, please. <laughs> apocalypse. Yeah, that right now that's taking over social media where everything that a man does is sassy. Um, who came up with that? Please tell me. Point me to the right direction. It was funny at first. Because let me sit them down. It was funny at first. I had a cute kiki with a couple. But the more and more, it like, people are using that so, like, heavily in their vocabulary now. And that's just how, like, they openly, like, point 
at a man and say, oh, that's sassy. I don't like that. That's wrong. That's wrong. Because these men already barely know how to express their emotions. And now when they do it, they're sassy. But what's your definition of sassy, though? Exactly. So what's sassy? Is sassy the new word for... I don't know, man. Mm. What's the definition of sassy? Because is that mm, I was gonna say something, but I'm a, I'm a chill. I think like people saying sassy is almost definitely equal to saying gay. Like basically, what is your definition oh, you of gay. sassy other than like you're saying I'm acting gay because I'm showing emotion? <laughs> yeah, I feel like it's kind of like at first it was funny because it reminded me of the as a man jokes. As a man, you like, shouldn't be. As a man, you shouldn't be drinking lemonade. That's just too funny. <laughs> no, that that. that but now it's like every little thing, like, and y'all are being dead serious. Oh though. yeah, like I, y'all are being these dead people serious. are being so serious. It's about not me. a joke anymore. Like you're like, oh, you sassy. I don't like that, girl. Because yeah. he told you he don't like when you roll your eyes at him and cuss him out <laughs> in the mall. So now, he's, the mall. so now he's sassy because he don't want you calling him. Because uh, in the middle of the mall is sick. Because he wouldn't buy you your new foundation from Sephora. So now he's sassy. Yeah. and I Or give, because he wanted you to buy him some YSL cologne. Now he's sassy. I think uh, my favorite, favorite example that I've heard recently was somebody calling a man sassy for having an umbrella in the rain. What? Actually, you're supposed to be drenched because you're a man. Because you're a man. Because you're a man? Why do you have an umbrella? <laughs> what are you doing? You're sassy. It'd be like. That looks gay. That's that's literally, that's the same sentence. That's sassy. That's, that's, that's gay. That's us. That's us. That's gay. That's us. And sassy that's wrong, and sus are like synonyms, and I hate that. And uh, you guys, as much as you don't want to believe it, that's actually so wrong. <laughs> like, it's that's horrible as a person. Homophobe. Homophobe. Homo Mm. But y'all don't even want to. Y'all don't even want to see it. But that's wrong. These men barely already know how to express themselves, and they're doing it. And y'all are calling them sassy. And now these men aren't expressing themselves anymore. Now they're now you're calling them emotionless, heartless, don't care. And then I feel like, well, not I feel like I know. I'm sure that leads to a lot of men, you know, and suicide rates because they feel as if. Society is looking down at them for them to act a certain way and they're not necessarily 100%. They don't fit into that category, but they have nowhere to run because people judge them on this side. People judge them on that way. I mean, on that side and they have nowhere to go. And even before we get to that, which is a real thing, but it's like in in the isolated situations, you wonder why this man cheating on you because you're not a safe space for him. Mm. He has, yeah. he's, he's going to find it somewhere else. I'm not condoning it. But yeah, it's a I mean, reason that's what why. It is. it is. That's what it, what it is. is, like, babe. If you want this man so bad, he, you have to be a safe space for him. He has to be able to express his emotions and how he feels without getting so much backlash. Like, come on. You're like, he's sassy because he told you he don't like what you just did? Or he's sassy because he using the lingo that you use on him 24-7? What? Mm, what? Yeah. Um, that's true. And I'll say, me personally, I love what a man or, like, like a guy friend or something like is able to open up to me and cry to me. I've had a couple guy friends, you know, cry to me and express how they really feel. And I'm happy that I can be, and I know what I'm that safe space for that person. You have to be able to be that safe space for your partner or your guy friends. So they do feel as if they're able to open up because then it's like, where are these emotions going? They're just staying in their head and they're in there and it's sitting forever. So, yeah, you're right. These men are probably cheating on you because he wants to tell you about his day. 
and during his day he tripped and fell and twisted his ankle. But when you say that, <laughs> oh, you twisted your ankle? You ain't walked that off. You sassy. Mm-mm, I don't like that. He fell sassy. and twisted his ankle, and instead of you saying, "Bae, are you okay?" You said, "Uh." So when you fell, did your did your um your did, hip switch? Yeah, like, like did your did your hip poke out when you fell? Cause that's kind of sassy. That was a crazy example, but yeah. Loki, that was very far That was very, like, really <laughs> random. But yeah, I do agree. A safe space for these men, and as well for as women, I feel like men need to be um, more open to their woman being not 100% feminine. But also, when you're in a good relationship, I believe that a man can bring that out of a, a female. Like, um, being more, oh lord, I know, submissive, which... It's like when you feel that you have somebody that is a protector and who can provide for you. Yeah, you you become more feminine. You become more submissive. Yeah, you might cook for them. You might do that. But also, there might be women who are not willing to do that. And there might be some men out there that think that's okay. But And you know what's crazy? I think why men can't be submit, like can't, you know, these women don't feel like they're able to submit is because men are so focused on being a leader. But you have to understand to be a good leader, you have to be a good follower. Mm. But men aren't taught that. Mm. Men aren't taught that because they already don't know how to express their emotions. They're not taught to take somebody else's lead. Yeah. You have to be a good follower to be a good leader. Babe, why can't we just lead together? Why, why, why can't you know? we just lead together? And I feel like you're so busy trying to be a dictator instead of a leader. Mm. And now you wonder why it's not going your way. Why she's not submitting to you because you're not being a leader. You're being a dictator. You're being a controlling freak. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Because you don't know how to express your emotions. It's all connected. Those emotions, man. Emotions are so important. Emotions are like one of the keys to human existence. Yeah. And I stand firm on that. Like I'm a very emotional person and I feel like it's gotten me very far. Yeah. And I, I encourage everybody as many people as I can to just be honest about mm. how they feel. Like, if I like I just sat here on the mic and told you I'm going through it and I cried this week okay and I don't care if y'all know that because what I'm an emotional person and I cry because crying is normal like just be- scientifically crying makes you feel better it does because you leave you release um I want to say serotonin mm, I don't know if it's endorphins you, serotonin endorphins in the, in the, in the, you release some type of hormone that improves your mood look yeah. it up I'm not lying. Look it up. Crying is not a bad thing. And just be honest about how you feel, everybody. You know what? Something else we didn't touch on. What? Men are so conditioned to not be emotional, they can't cry. They, yeah. Like, I know so many guys who genuinely cannot shed a tear. Yeah. And no, their mama could die, and they still just sitting there straight face. And they will not shed a tear. Like, you be going through so much inside, and you can't even shed a tear because you're programming browbeating into... That's for girls. Man. So when your body, like your bodily chemicals are telling your brain that you need to cry, you can't even. You can't even. You can't even. Sick. But, you know, like I said, maybe we can't help this one little generation right here. But it starts with us. When we decide to have kids, let's try our hardest to not push these two, not stereotypes, but let's let's try not to push these <laughs> these boundaries these, yeah the masculine and femininity is so hard on our kids like let's try to get our kids to grow up like as emotionally intelligent human beings everybody please boys and girls everybody i think when we can all you know come into our own 
as humans Mm -hmm. and as a developing species and as developing people instead of being placed into a box everybody will be a lot more happier instead of like growing up somebody telling you this is for girls and this is for boys just see what you like just literally do it and it doesn't make you it doesn't have anything to do with your sexual preference yeah can we just like do whatever and like just be happy like Like, you can still like girls and cry I promise you. You'll actually be okay. And I know a I lot tell of you, I say a lot of girls think I personally think that's cute. And when I'm a man gonna, can cry, that's that's cute. I love that. You have emotions, babe. I love that. And I'm not gonna lie, like a lot of these guys who are so called sassy mm. still get a lot of girls. Yeah, I mean emotional men are winning sometimes. They definitely are. I mean, they should just go ahead and take all the sentence sassy, but they still get women. I mean Yeah, like a lot of emotionally intelligent men. Let's go there. Mm. A lot of emotionally intelligent men, men who show feelings, men who are outgoing, men who don't don't listen to their homeboys all the time. Hint, yeah, hint, like hint, hint, don't hint. sit up in a pile with their boys. Like yeah, okay. Men who are outgoing, <laughs> that was so personal, and even a little flamboyant. Yeah, still get a lot of girls. I personally appreciate that more. I would I appreciate that one hundred percent more than. A man who puts himself in a box because society put him in that box. Break out of the box. It's okay. And even if there are people around you who are saying it's not okay, I guarantee you there's somebody on this earth who thinks that that's perfectly amazing. You just have to find that person and be willing to be different. And that's that. Yeah, I think we said all that we can say. Take everything, you know, put in your brain. Remember if you want to. Don't remember if you don't. Just know we're right. <laughs> <laughs> That's so sick. Uh, I wouldn't say we're 100% right, but, I mean, come on. I our points def- are valid. I think our points are very valid. Our and points I think are they're, valid. I think they're worth listening to mm-hmm. and worth thinking on after you and, and listen to this episode. Yeah, yeah, reflect on what we say. Like, when you go about your life, think about the men in your life and are they able to express their emotions and are you are you a safe space for those men that you care about to express their emotions are you going to give them backlash because you you have that internalized mm-hmm. men aren't supposed to feel things and then as far as women are you putting them in a box and now they're not you know as respected as they should be because they're not as emotional as you would like to see a woman be yeah, I mean... Are you a safe space for your people? That's what it comes down what, to. Yeah. That's, that's it. What, that's what you should be reflecting on. Are you a safe space for your people? Yeah, and if you do use sassy often, reflect on that too. Because, reflect on that. I mean, you really don't know like what a what a person could be going through, and you could just throw out the word sassy, but to me and that's that could gay, be, and that's like homophobic. So like, Yeah, and that could like, be like... That could be the thing that shuts that person down. That person down. You don't know what that person is going to going through and then you're accusing of the them of this thing by them just ordering a strawberry lemonade at Starbucks. (laughs) What? Yeah, I've seen that before. I've seen a TikTok where it was like, if you're a man and you know your Starbucks order like memorized, you're sassy. What? So I can't drink drinks now? Like, like I can't, yeah, I can't I, enjoy Starbucks now? Like, and don't get me wrong, I love a good laugh. Like, I love a good laugh. Mm-hmm. And it be funny sometimes, but it's when you take it and you, and you do too much with it. Like, it should stay a joke. Yeah. Some people really live by that. They like, really live by yeah, the Yeah, they live rules. by that. Like, that's a thing for that them. That came out of nowhere. Like, in the last year, like, and I don't I know where like, it came from. And I feel like, like I said, like, if it's a joke, it's a joke. But keep it a joke. Like, 
Keep it a joke, bro. <laughs> Keep, Keep it a joke, bro. <laughs> no funny. No. No, no funny. funny. No funny. Like Be you gotta so real. like don't don't let that spill over into the way you actually feel about guys. Just mm-hmm. going about their life. Keep it on Twitter, bro. Like it's not. That's not right. Mm-hmm. Keep it a joke, and keep it a bug. Well, and that's all I gotta say. Yeah. With that being said, y'all know where y'all been under the Twin XL, where we keep it real every every episode. I know that's right. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, guys, we love you guys with all our hearts. Thank so you so much. much for listening to this um, amazing golden information-filled, opinion-packed episode of Under the Twin XL. Yep, we'll catch y'all next episode. Bye! Bye! Under the Twin XL is produced in the studios of WANM FM 90.5 in the School of Journalism and Graphic Communication at Florida A&M University.